Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself continue our discussion on vocation in society. Welcome to the Being Lutheran podcast, and I am Pastor Brett Bowe. And sitting to my right and to my left are Pastor Jason Goodham and Pastor Brian Rickey. <laughs> I was not going to say a thing until you went into the introduction. Oh, <laughs> How no. long did we have the awkward uh, silence? Yeah. You know, right? Who uh, am I? That w- who do I belong to? Yes. <laughs> Part of my training when I when college, I was a small group leader with Campus Crusade for Christ oh, at yep. the community college I went to. Crew and no, that was before it was. <laughs> that, was crew. Be, that was back in the day, and and you know, theology aside, one of the most valuable things they taught us as small group leaders was to endure the awkward silence. Mm-hmm. They said, the longer you endure, someone will speak up and that will be the icebreaker for discussion. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I can endure yep. awkward silence with the best of them. That wouldn't be very good listening it's material. It for for, <laughs> yeah. makes for good small group leading, doesn't make for good radio. No, no. <laughs> it reminds me of that. It, it's an old show. It's called WKRP in Cincinnati. Yes. Where, uh, they had like an incident. I think it was the turkey drop. Yeah. Oh, the 30s, yeah. I was going to yeah. say the Thanksgiving No one episode. was on the radio, so there was like a like there was like a about five to ten moment of silence, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think Venus Flytrap walks in and said, "That moment of silence was for the hearing impaired listening to our program." <laughs> I lost it. I just thought that was so I, funny. I think that Turkey episode was voted one of the like ten best. It was sitcom funny. episodes oh. of all time. Mm-hmm. It's that's solid gold. It's dated now, but it yeah, is solid gold. No, it was gold. funny, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what are we talking about yeah. today? Right. And I, I think this is going to be a good episode. Well, hopefully they're all good. But Sooner or later, we'll have soon, a good episode. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're at least excited about this. One. Yeah, in. sorry. <laughs> Ron, Ron, we're, we're excited what about this episode. Bo? Yeah, right. Uh, we were kind of reminiscing. We all went to yes. um, at least the first two years of seminary together. I'm the one who departed at that point. But uh, we were talking about an Old Testament professor we had that we mm-hmm. spent quite a bit of time. Uh, discussing the Hebrew word hokmah, mm-hmm. which is translated for the most part wisdom mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. And as we talk about vocation, uh, we wanted to look at an Old Testament passage that dealt with craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. And we found both hokmah, yeah. wisdom, and craftsmanship yeah. in the same, same passage. text. And it's the passage yeah. that he taught it to yeah. us from. Yes. Right. And it just fits so perfectly with mm-hmm. this concept of vocation in society. Yes. And we, we couldn't not use it. And even it, the right? introduction books yep. that he had us read spent mm-hmm. quite a bit of time on this actually mm-hmm. which uh was really a beautiful thing right. too so anyway and I, you know i think an episode like this too would encourage people we talked last episode about people that are maybe discouraged about their career job and and how you pointed out you know thinking of material things and, and how the lord works even through those but even how um, excited you were that you have a good yeah. mechanic that you can trust yes you know yes. and that that mm-hmm. i do and worth his weight in gold yeah, yeah. and right. um, f- for me one of yep. the greatest finds as an audio engineer mm-hmm. as you know mixing your music you get that mixed you want to send it to a mastering engineer that you mm-hmm. trust that isn't going to wreck it you mm-hmm. know and i did and i just was kind of gushing over him today we texted mm-hmm. back and forth i said man you are such a blessing in my life i'm mm-hmm. so glad the lord put us together. He's a Christian mm-hmm. man. He lives in Texas and he masters some very, mm-hmm. very high profile artists, you know, Toby Mac and some other mm-hmm. people. And he works with me and I'm like, just so happy <laughs> that he's willing to work with me. And he's so good at what he does. Yeah, good. So if you need a project mastered, plug Ambient Digital, yeah. Bob Boyd, 
from Texas, man. <laughs> he's free advertising. Oh, wow. I, I don't care. Yeah. He's worth it. He is one of the best mastering engineers mm-hmm. I've ever worked with. So, cool. Yeah. Now, speaking of free advertising, I want to get this out before I forgot. But for those of you Spotify listeners, mm-hmm. you know, every year they uh, give you your rap. Oh, yes. Um, Uh, It's it's kind of a a shaming of how much digital technology you consume and the songs you listen to and things like that. Well, they do that for podcasters, too. Mm -hmm. And this was the first year we've been on Spotify. Oh, wow. Um, And so I don't get stats from WordPress because I don't know how to get it, but Spotify gave us stats. Hmm. And you guys haven't heard this yet, but I wanted to make sure I got it in there. Uh, On Spotify alone, people from 22 different countries listen to the Being Lutheran podcast last year. That blew me away. 22 different countries from the Phyllis, from the Philippines the down to Brazil. Philippines. <laughs> the Philippines, not the Philistines. Huh. There may not have been a Philistine who did it, but yeah, it was. So thank you. And yeah, uh, wow. that I was stunned when I watched that. Huh, great. Welcome to the international podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah. Internationally uh, regarded being Lutheran podcast. I don't know. Internationally <laughs> tolerated. Yeah. Maybe, we, maybe our first piece of swag, since we're so sophisticated now, should be being Lutheran monocles. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, there you go. Uh, we, we do kind of need, yeah, well, we can talk about that later, yeah. but let's get into Let's vocation. get into it, yes, yes. All right, so uh, turn with me in your Bible to Exodus 31, and I'm going to read the first few verses in this text, and it says this, The Lord said to Moses, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Hur, the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the spirit of God and with ability and intelligence, with knowledge and all craftsmanship to devise artistic designs, to work in gold, silver, and bronze, in cutting stones for setting and in carving wood, to work in every craft. And behold, I have appointed with him Oholiab, the son of Ahissamach, of the tribe of Dan, and I have given to all able men ability that they may make all that I have commanded you the tent of meeting, the ark of the testimony, the mercy seat that is on it, and all the furnishings of the tent, the table and all its utensils, the pure lampstand with all its utensils, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, and the basin and its stand, and the finely worked garments, the holy garments for Aaron the priest and the garments of his son, sons for their service as priests." and the anointing oil and the fragrant incense of the holy place. According to all that I have commanded you, they shall do. Here ends the reading. That's awesome yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then good. Take, take some time later this week mm-hmm. and read through the following 10, 12 yeah. chapters. Because what is, what is startling about it isn't just the detail and the beauty of the elements of the tabernacle that mm-hmm. are described. It's that there's identical passages. And one says, this is what you are to do. Mm-hmm. And then a couple chapters later, this is how it was done. Yeah, and yeah. it's just a fascinating thing. And, to, and the people provided materials too until and, they had yeah. to tell them to stop yeah, giving. Yeah, right. And and this is basically a description of a mm-hmm. blue collar worker that mm-hmm. works with their hands mm-hmm. that is blessing the congregation, the mm-hmm. congregation of God. And and one instance we were talking off Mike, uh, my dad. Yeah, uh, he's a very able carpenter, and I, he made the cross that's up at the altar of their church, and he made the communion rails that can be removed on the Sundays they're not being used. Uh, he redid the parsonage, uh, all the cabinets. He yep. built all of those. And and he really has great skill to do that. And there was one day, I was just hanging out with him and we were up there and he kind of, um, I think he was being a little bit sarcastic, but I think part of him probably believed it. He's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm just a carpenter. 
that, you know, mm-hmm. who am I to, to help the body of Christ? I said, you don't have any idea how much you've blessed <laughs> yeah. not only the pastor, but that congregation yeah. and how you are ministering mm-hmm. the gospel of Christ through the work of your hands. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, he was really encouraged by that. And it's just it, it, uh, the people that 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 take care of the maintenance of the building that we're in over at Hope, because we have an older building, is such a blessing that they are able to work with their hands. And the people who repair things and the, the electricians, and we talked about mechanics a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago. And I don't know, all of those people yeah. are really a blessing. And right. it is part of mm-hmm. of our vocation in yeah. society and in life. Yep. Well, and, and just to clarify too, it's great that your father was able and willing to do that for the church, mm-hmm. but that's not what made it valuable. It's mm. that he was doing it for his neighbor. It doesn't, yeah. to, to be a good carpenter, you don't have to donate something to the church. It's the, the blessings that the congregation received are just a part mm. of the blessings of whatever right people receive it yeah, on a day-to-day basis. What was Luther saying, you know, make good shoes? Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's an apocryphal yeah, statement. Right. Oh, yeah, we don't right. know that he said it, but he should have mm-hmm. if he didn't. It's one of those things. <laughs> but he said a good, was a Christian cobbler. That's the oh, shoemaker. Yeah. Yep, a Christian yep. cobbler uh, is a Christian cobbler not because he puts crosses on every shoe he makes, mm-hmm. but because he makes good shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, our Christian shoemaker. Yeah, do everything is unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just how God has given those gifts, you know, and yep. this is kind of like the spiritual gifts of the Old Testament. Yeah, right. And to think that being able to work with your hands, being a carpenter or being a tool and die maker or an electrician mm-hmm. is any, you know, somehow less significant than a pastor, mm-hmm. that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, we have more accountability in the sense of, of ministering God's word, but but man, I'm telling you, it's just as mm-hmm. big of a blessing to society. Yeah. Well, and, and that wraps in what we talk about, what you kind of alluded to at the beginning, Brian. This is wisdom. Mm-hmm. The concept of wisdom yes. isn't just being smart or giving good advice. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is using the gifts and talents and abilities that God has gifted you with. Boom. And doing it well. Yep. That's what wisdom is. And, and because of the class that we had with this OT prof in seminary, I, when I'm at the hospital praying with people who are about to have a medical procedure or going into surgery, mm-hmm. it's, I've incorporated mm. into it. Yeah. And I said, please gift the doctors and nurses with skill and wisdom. Yes. And yeah. I do that too. I, I, yeah, me as well. <laughs> oh, that's funny that all three of us, Lord, please, please yeah. give great wisdom to the doctors and yes. nurses as yeah. they're treating oh, yeah. That's It's, it's directly from even, that class. Oh, of I didn't even think about exactly. that. Yeah, but that's it's, great. It's, this is the concept and we downplay it so much in our lives and, mm-hmm. and, and this is something else we were talking about yep. off mic, but how common is it for us to downplay the skills and talents and the yeah. gifts and abilities that God has given us, but to you know, approve and wonder and marvel at the gifts of people who are different, you know, gifted in different mm-hmm. ways. And I, I had this incident where um, my dad's, my parents' former neighbor from the town they used to live in is a mechanic. And I bought a used snowblower through this network of contacts. Mm-hmm. And the first snow we had a couple of weeks ago didn't start. Mm-hmm. And this is... <laughs> I had the same problem. This is, this is, it was, it was, this was the day after my Jeep died. Oh. And, we know that. and it was just the end of a really miserable week. And I called my dad. I said, we got to do something. It's not working. And I can't mm-hmm. afford to spend money on something that didn't work. And he called up this former neighbor and he's, the neighbor felt awful. He's like, well, you do get it out to me. I'll tune it up for him. I'll fix it. I put my reputation on the line for this guy. And he did it. Cool. And it mm. works 
wonderfully now. Mm. And so in relaying thanks back to this individual, I told my dad, said, tell your neighbor, if I had any tangible skills that he could put to use, I would gladly help him, but I don't have any <laughs> I'll tangible preach a skills. sermon for you. Yeah. Oh, write him a Bible study. If you need. <laughs> yes. But, it, but it's the way uh, you feel. I mean, I appreciate yeah. so much more the gifts and talents and abilities that I don't have right. because yep. people are using them for my blessing. Yep. But kind of like that question mm-hmm. you asked about people's careers, we mm-hmm. so often don't see the way mm-hmm. that God is using us to bless people. Yep. And this yep. is what it's, it's wisdom. It's skill. Right. It's doing what God has given us to do and doing it sure. well. And, and Brian, before we started recording this uh, episode, you were doing your master class, pastor, Bible study, Bible word study. Uh, Bible word study. <laughs> uh, tell us what you learned from that. Well, the word wisdom in the Old Testament, as we said, is the Hebrew word hokma, And mm-hmm. then the Septuagint is the equivalent in Greek, Sophia, mm-hmm. and how that's directly tied in to the wisdom that Paul describes, same Greek word, same context, in the spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. And the the trap that the people in, in the church of Corinth fell into was they were kind of had a spiritual caste system, mm-hmm. if you will, like this gift is more important than this mm-hmm. gift, mm-hmm. and this proves that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. That all of the gifts that God are gi- that mm-hmm. uh, that are given by God, He cherishes all of them because all of them, in a sense, are mm-hmm. needed for society, and they're mm-hmm. all needed to be a blessing to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that I love my mechanic too. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You better <laughs> you know? love your mechanic. This yeah. is Absolutely. like the, the mechanics episode. And yeah. uh, as I mentioned, you know, Hugger there's a monkey day. Yeah, yeah right. mastering engineer. I <laughs> shout out I'm, to my brother. I love him. <laughs> I'm on my, my mastering engineer. I do. I, I want to keep him happy and going to give him a Christmas gift yeah. this year. And I, I'm telling you, because yeah. they are a blessing. Because mm-hmm. there's are things that. We can't do, I can't do those things. Yeah. And I'm just so thankful that God has brought quality mm-hmm. people into my life. And so, mm-hmm. man, love on your mechanic, you yes, know? that's right. Well, should I say if he's a good one? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even maybe the, the janitor that's like cleaning the building you work in or yep. the church that you work in. Yep. And, and some people think that those things are just menial tasks. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the um, post, uh, my post op, op, Postal, postal delivery, yeah. Oh, postal yeah. Can't say right. mailman anymore. Sorry, uh, I just yeah. canceled. I, I thank person. him. You know, as he come, I make sure that I, I shovel a path between the houses yep. so that he can yeah. go. I can't do it to my other neighbor because they have a fence, but I always make sure make that that's the case. Snow steps, building. Yeah. <laughs> if we get enough snow, I'll do that. <laughs> but just doing little things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't imagine delivering snow in the last couple of days. Yeah, it's been so right. cold. Yep. You know, and what they have to go through. And I was talking to uh, the postal delivery person that was at the church. <laughs> there we go. And uh, he's like, he goes, do you know that like 90% of, of the people on, on the route that I'm doing right now, they do not shovel a path for me. And I said, I want you to know that I got a house, you know, in Minneapolis, you know, in North Minneapolis, I always do that. My neighbor and I, we always make sure that we have a path between houses. Mm-hmm. But man, just ways that we can love our neighbor. Yep. You know, but the skill yeah. involved in doing that, you right. know, I think is just a really beautiful thing. And yep. man, don't prioritize. Right. Don't think like a CEO is more important than someone who is a janitor or mm-hmm. or is a someone who makes cabinets or whatever. All those people are mm-hmm. equally important and equally have equal value and dignity in the eyes of the Lord because we're all made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and what's so interesting about your connecting what's going on here in Exodus to 1 Corinthians mm-hmm. is the flow of 1 Corinthians in that spiritual gift section, that yeah. larger section, is 
absolutely crucial understanding mm-hmm. because even in the church, if we just keep spiritual gifts spiritual, yeah. we we are addicted to this hierarchy caste of the entire, and I'm sorry, this is unfair, but it, it's mm-hmm. fair because it's there. The entire assemblies of God denomination is built on prioritizing one gift over all the other gifts. And yeah. that's a shame. And is a bit Gnostic mm-hmm. if well, we think about it. It is. Yeah. But you've got the mention of spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, mm-hmm. and then you've got the explanation of downplaying speaking in tongues in mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians 14. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in the middle is that love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what connects it is you have seek the greater gifts. Yeah. And the greater gift is simply loving your neighbor yeah. in the way you've yep. been equipped yep. to love Boom. your neighbor. Selfless, yep. sacrificial love. And guess yeah. what? Vocation. Yes. Yeah. 1 Corinthians 13 isn't a chapter about marriage. Mm-hmm. It's no. not the wedding chapter. It's a chapter about vocation. Mm-hmm. Congregational life. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. It's, yeah. It, <laughs> That's and, right. And so it's not just that we love the people that God has put in our lives to provide for us. It's also that we make sure we don't disqualify ourselves from serving in God's kingdom because we don't like our gifts and talents and abilities as much as we like those mm-hmm. around us. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. it's, the, it's those old Aesop's fable. Well, the bird wasn't a turtle. And so he practiced swimming or whatever and yeah. he forgot how to fly. It's that sort of thing, yep. right? You know, we in our guilt or in our sinful nature or whatever, the case might be, are so good at disqualifying ourselves mm-hmm. from service in the kingdom of God right. because and, and what the that ear is, says, I'm yeah. not an eye or I'm not right. a nose yeah. or whatever. Man. Yeah. And, and what that is, is a, it's a rejection of what God's gift to us. And like we see here in this passage that God gave, God filled with mm-hmm. this, with his spirit, yep. the, with the ability and the craftsmanship. I love that word in this text. Yep. And it even almost switches to first person. I have mm-hmm. given this to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's a personal gift by God. To devise artistic designs. Yeah. And, you know, think of music, art, artistic even. Oh, I you know. Know, those, those types of things are, are a valid uh, gift from, from God too. Yeah. And, and you think in that passage, what you read in Exodus mm-hmm. here, there's only one Bezalel mm-hmm. and there's only one Oholiab. Mm-hmm. But what we skip over in, in their skillfulness, and they could do everything. It's pretty amazing what is described. But you skip over that the dozens of individuals that God placed under them to accomplish the work. Mm. And they're just as valuable to this Absolutely. process. Yep. Even though the Bezalel and the Holiab were the face of the, mm-hmm. the material construction of the tabernacle and the artwork behind it. No, God says, I've skilled Mm-hmm. The yeah. stone cutters to cut the stone. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you go back to the That's miners, right. to the to the mm-hmm. uh, the lumberjacks, so to speak, and yep. all oh, of the people who are harvesting the these things. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're going all the way back to supplying the material. Yeah. The weavers, the, the mm-hmm. fabric weavers. Are yep. on and yeah, on the and people on. who gave the supplies to the point where they God had to tell the people to stop giving because yeah. yep. the tabernacle had too much. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to recognize God's gift, and it's good to recognize when you don't have it. Like the the time, the four months I worked as a construction worker, mm. yeah, I didn't have the gift of you know, like here here's a broom, you go sweep that over there. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did that for three years uh, after I stopped uh, playing music in bands. Yeah, and so yeah, it was it was good for me to do that actually. Yeah, so. but there, yeah, there's certainly things that mm-hmm. were not gifted at. Yes. I remember when I was on my seminary internship out in California. There was a uh, lady in the congregation who was a sailing instructor, oh. <laughs> and they they have sailing leagues out there. 
which, you know, living in landlocked country, you don't really think about, but mm-hmm. they have races every week. And so because I like the ocean, I like being on boats, I like water, I said, can I just tag along with you? Uh, she's like, well, I'm going to make you work. Uh, and so I got on the, we, we were on the bay for this contest and then she saw how useless I was <laughs> with knots and everything. She's like, you hold this tight. And I'm pretty sure the rope she had me hold was not attached to anything, <laughs> but it kept me busy and I got to tangle. <laughs> and what, what she said is we, we got ready to line up for the race. She's like, no. Don't fall overboard. And I thought she was being concerned. She's like, well, I'm a pretty strong swimmer. And then before I could finish explaining that, I wasn't completely sure. She's like, because that would really hurt our chances of winning. Oh, that's <laughs> Man, when, when you said sailing, like two mental things popped into my mind. Christopher Cross's song, Sailing, and What About Bob at the same time. <laughs> you are random association. Oh, but they were both, I'm sailing. That's pretty much what yes. they did with me. Yeah. It's a good episode when there's a what it about is. Bob yeah. the, reference. I, okay, so I'm going to ask, yeah. have any of you been let go or fired from a job that you couldn't do? Yes. I have too. Yeah, I've, there have been times, and my dad won't admit to it, but there have been times <laughs> when I've been trying to help it that he's given me another job so he can get stuff done <laughs> because I'm so used. But yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've been fired from a job because of budget cuts, and I've been fired from a job because of gross incompetence. Yeah, <laughs> So, I mean, we're, we can't be good at everything, and that's why we appreciate no. the people that are yeah. good at what we're not, yeah. and that that's loving your neighbor. Yeah. But And I, I think it's important here, too, that we run back at the end of the episode. This isn't just about self-esteem or, mm-hmm. or taking pride in yourself. Yeah. This is... This is legitimately the way in which God gives yep. you to love your neighbor. That's yep. your gifts and design. your talents yeah, and abilities. Right. Whatever yep. they are, yep. you are actually yep. serving God. You're becoming yep. the hands and feet of God as he provides daily bread Amen. for your neighbor. Yeah, and, that's good. But if you've ever thought it, you know, if you ever had this esteem thing, it's like, well, I'm just, I'm nothing. I'm, I'm nobody. You know, that's not true. You know, God, to the to the smallest detail, understands and loves each person and the gift that he's given them is just as valuable as the people who are seen in public. And um, mm-hmm. man, I'm telling you, if we could understand that we are in, in that sense equal in God's eyes, and yes, we all have a part of the body of Christ mm-hmm. and all those parts are, are really yep. vital to the body of Christ. I think that if we could walk in that selfless dependence on mm-hmm. God, man, the church could be really an incredible force as we vocate, <laughs> um, the love of Christ, proclaiming the gospel to every person yeah. we meet, I, I think that a lot of a lot of people would be less different disenfranchised from mm-hmm. the church. Yeah, and Good. and as a word of gospel to round this out, just remember this: you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You Amen. are knit together yeah, by God Himself in the innermost parts mm-hmm. of His creation. God loves you. He has equipped you to serve in his kingdom. And more than anything else, your concept of self-worth needs to derive from this, that Jesus Christ has personally died on the cross Mm -hmm. in your place and for your sins. We are not ever in scripture permitted to disqualify ourselves Mm -hmm. from what Christ has done in his completed work of redemption. And so you have a place to serve. What you do for God in what he has gifted you to do. He has programmed you that way. Yeah. He has wired you that way. And you are indeed a valuable part of God's creation and of his kingdom. Amen. Yeah. 
Well, it's a longer portion, but I think it's a, it's appropriate. First Corinthians chapter 13. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have a prophetic powers and understanding and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but I have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also, invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as we wrap up our discussion on vocation in society. God bless you and have a great week.